Hi, welcome back to another episode of In the Highs and the Lows. This is our Advent series. This is one of the days of the Advent series. Uh, we'll see which day it's going to be. Uh, today we're talking about how God is almighty with Josh. Josh, tell us a fun fact about yourself. Ooh, a fun fact about myself? Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe like a funny story or something. A funny know. story? Yeah. So, yeah, how about this? We'll say that, um, hopefully you're not weirded out by this. Uh, it's a great way to start a podcast to say, I hope I don't weird you out with the first thing that I oh, say. Oh, yeah, but, solid. Um, I have a crooked toe and oh funny yeah no story. i'm weirded out yeah. yeah you're weirded out already yeah darn it well that was a bummer that, that no that you can finish there. the story so no so i i, I was born this way I, I assumed that at some point in time you know something went wrong and my toe is kind of bent sideways a little bit and my grandpa used to tell me that it was the reason that i could run so fast was because i had this crooked toe it gave me extra traction extra leverage and i was really really fast and so for all of my childhood I was so proud that mm-hmm. I had this crooked toe because my grandpa told me that I'm super fast ah, because of yes. my crooked toe. Yeah. But now I just look at it and go, yeah, it's kind of funky. Yeah. It's not the best. Wish it was straight. So there it is. So I actually, as you know, have some ankle and foot problems right A now. A little bit. Um, I was actually bit. at physical therapy yesterday. And your toes, like, when you, like, reach them out more, they help, like, grab stuff. So that actually might improve your running. Hey, you know what? Like, that actually might be true. Here I am. I'm a runner. I'm a track star because of my crooked toe. That's me. I'm shaking my head. They can't see that. But just so that people listening know, I'm, I'm shaking my head. Not approving of that? No. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's go into your topic. Yeah. What is your topic and how does it describe God? Okay. So the topic that I am really, really excited to talk about today is the idea that God is almighty. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, almighty is a divine name given to God. And we mm-hmm. find it you know, throughout scripture. It's found in 11 books of the Bible. So it's not a you know super prevalent name given to God throughout yep. all 66 books you know it's in one sixth of the Bible I would say you know yeah. you divide 66 by 11 that's what you get and honestly most of that actually shows up in just two books job and revelation yeah um, that so makes most sense. of the references show up in those two books but it's it's a beautiful attribute of God mm-hmm. um, because it speaks to something that is truthfully beyond even our comprehension, something mm-hmm. something that we can't fully explain. Um, and it's tied to God's omnipotence, which is, mm-hmm. you know, the big fancy word for all powerful God. Mm-hmm. He is, he is, have, he has possession of more power than, than our brains can understand. Um, oh yeah, he has, easy. Um, this infinite power that's hard for humanity to even describe. Mm-hmm. And really what, what I love about it from a, um, relationship with God um, perspective as as a human relating to this almighty God mm-hmm. um, is that he's able um, yeah. this this concept that my God is able my God mm-hmm. can do what is necessary um, mm-hmm. for our good and his glory and so that's what I love about it he's able to do his holy will and, and so this this concept of him being almighty, is interesting because you think of Almighty, it's, oh, there's no limits. He, he's got mm-hmm. this infinite power. It's it's unending. It, there's no limits. Mm-hmm. And that is true. But it's unique because his only limits are things that would be outside of his good and perfect character. Yeah. So God cannot lie. Yeah. That's not a limit on his almighty nature. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a aspect of his 
because of his character, he has aspects of who he is and how he acts and what he does that mm-hmm. actually are limited if you think about it from that perspective. Which, even with that, like with the lie example, you could easily make the case that that's even making him less limited because when you go and lie, nine out of ten times, you're trapping yourself in a box. Actually, I'm going to correct that. Ten out of ten <laughs> times, you're correcting your... You're, Putting yourself in this box, in this hole that you can't get out of, and you're stuck, like, you, you have the freedom to lie, but that's kind of where the freedom ends after that lie is told. But with God, since he's not lying, yeah. he doesn't have that box that comes from something like lying, yep. which is where I would say, like, in a way, it still gives freedom. Yeah, totally. And, and depending on how you want to, to think about it, you could even make the argument that um, what what true power and true might looks like mm-hmm. lends itself to only the good things. Yeah. Because is it actually power if it causes harm? Yeah. Or is it actually, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yes, mm-hmm. of course you could say, yeah, when somebody really, really strong punches me, there was power in that punch and it hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was power. It didn't, it didn't strip the <laughs> power. Was because it was not fun for me. It, it wasn't stripped of power because it was mean. But I think, you know, this idea that I think the, the beauty with the almighty term is that it is this positive mm-hmm. reference to God's power. It, it mm-hmm. is not associated with anything negative, hurtful, or harmful. It's completely mm-hmm. positive. And so it really is beautiful. Um, there's nothing he can't do. Jeremiah thirty two seventeen says, O sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and the earth by your strong hand and powerful arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Mm-hmm. Um, super comforting to, yeah. to, to think about... And reflect on God's almighty nature and mm-hmm. how this describes the God that we that we worship, the God that we have a personal relationship with, and the God that we get to call our Father um, and and walk this this life with. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so you also have some scripture for us besides the, some that you just pulled out that I believe was Jeremiah. Yes, Jeremiah. I have really 32. great memory. Yeah. Already. Okay, let's hear some of the scripture. Yeah. Uh, the Bible talks about God's almighty nature from a couple of different angles. Uh, it's this divine name he's given on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. you know, specifically, like I said, Job and, and Revelation. But yeah. my favorite um, passage or verse, you should I should say, is Ephesians 3.20 that says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Mm-hmm. Um, because it speaks about God's almighty um, attribute, this attribute of his, his almighty power in mm-hmm. reference to it being at work within us and it being beyond what we could even dream or hope or desire. Um, and it ties his almighty power to the good things that that happen in, in and through our relationship with God. And it's mm-hmm. so, I don't know, uh, to me, that is my favorite almighty God verse in all of scripture because yeah. his almighty nature is made, is manifest in him working for me, through me, and, mm-hmm. and, and more than I could even hope for. So we set out these dreams to become something amazing, to achieve success mm-hmm. and to, um, you know, make something of ourselves. And, and the highest goal the most amazing dream, the the most far-fetched hopes we could ever have for ourselves Mm -hmm. are unmatched by what happens when the almighty God works 
in and through us. Yeah. And that is, that is the coolest, in my personal opinion, the coolest way to consider God's almighty power. Yeah. But of course, uh, you know, there's so many other angles and I want to talk, I got four more kind of angles that I want to talk about God's almighty nature, um, through the, the words of scripture in second Corinthians six eighteen, uh, one that helps us see that he is powerful yet personal. It says in verse 18, and I will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters says the Lord almighty. Mm-hmm. So we have this almighty God, this above it all holding all the cards more powerful than we can even comprehend with our tiny human brains or our understanding of power. If Mm -hmm. we think about the most power we can comprehend in our mind, it still pales in comparison to what God actually wields as his power. Yet, he says, you're my son. Mm -hmm. You're my daughter. And I'm your dad. Like, how cool is that? My dad can beat up your dad is the, (laughs) the conclusion that we get to come up with knowing mm-hmm. that our father in heaven is almighty. Like literally mm-hmm. my dad can beat up your dad. And it's a really, really um, beautiful picture of the, the personal relationship that we have with God who is all powerful yet really, really personal to us. Of course, the um, expanse of his power um, it comes to mind in Revelations 1.8 when he says, I am the Alpha, the Omega, mm-hmm. the beginning and the end, says the Lord God. I am the one who is, always was, and who is still to come, the Almighty One. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the one because it's like there is no other. No, is, it's a solo deal. There is no <laughs> other that can match God's almighty nature. Mm-hmm. No one is holding even close to the same amount of power as God is, and he's always had that position he's always had that attribute from the beginning to the end he's been almighty there's never been mm-hmm. a time where god had a little bit less power like you know i think about you know working out it's like man today i feel strong like today yeah. today i got you know got my pr today hit hit the hit the gym you know got my pr on the bench and it was like mm-hmm. that day i was strong next day i'm sore i can't i can't put up that same weight yeah god doesn't have days where he's not putting up the same amount of weight god yeah. has every single day the fullness of power at his disposal um, mm-hmm. and he is able to to do it within his his holy will um, and, and again for our good and for his glory so mm-hmm. pretty neat to think about it from that way that's pretty neat you guys ever see nature walks if you haven't seen that check it out on youtube that's a side conversation but that's pretty neat um psalm 24 is another one that i, I want to just reference quick because one, if you haven't read Psalm 24 in a minute, just go read it. It's, it's uh-huh. dope. Um, most of the Psalms are just beautiful depictions of who our God is and, and really can unpack his character. But um, Psalm 24, 8 reminds us that his power fights for us. It says, who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Um, and, you know, this Psalm of David is referencing how God shows up when we're in battle. God's mm-hmm. power shows up when we're in battle. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about when we wage war physically. In oh. fact, I would argue that God's power shows up most significantly in our lives. His almighty power shows up most significantly in our, our lives spiritually. Mm-hmm. When we're battling oh, yeah. temptation, when we're fighting against sin nature, when we're trying to do the things that Christians should do, which is put to death 
the selfish flesh that, that we wake up with every day and say, God, we want you to reign. We want you to lead. Holy Spirit, you know, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel here in my life. God is fighting for us. We don't have to stand against the enemy, our own temptation, uh, the brokenness of this world alone. Instead, no, our God, our almighty God stands mm-hmm. and fights for us um, yeah. in our behalf. And, and that's pretty neat uh, as well. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I want to just touch um, Matthew nineteen twenty six, which reminds us that everything is possible with God. Nothing is impossible when we have God on our side. And mm-hmm. verse 26 puts it this way. Jesus looks at them. See, little context for this, this passage here. Jesus is just finished explaining that it's going to be very difficult for a rich man to inherit the kingdom of heaven. It's mm-hmm. going to be very difficult for people that get distracted or or start desiring things of this world. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is pretty pretty harsh with his explanation of, of how difficult it is to enter the kingdom Once of heaven. Once he gets to the comparison right? part, it's Absolutely. like... And so the disciples, they're shook right here, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, wait a second, Jesus. Like, is it really that difficult to get in heaven? Like, yeah. is it really that hard? And I think Jesus, you know, well, I should say, I know Jesus was very intentional because nothing, you know, Jesus does it's in, not in his life. Is not, it's not by accident. It's not happenstance. It's very mm-hmm. much intentionally God's will and plan and perfect will and plan. But he is kind of helping them to comprehend how hopeless we are apart mm-hmm. from God's work, apart mm-hmm. from God's power in our lives. And yeah. so that's the context with which he then says, they're like, well, what are, what are we going to do then? If, if it's this difficult, what hope yeah. do we have? It's impossible. Yeah. And Jesus says, hmm, that's exactly what I want you to think. Because yeah. I want you to think it's impossible with your power because it is. But then he comes back in verse 26 and says, but Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. Mm-hmm. But with God, all things are possible mm-hmm. and so god's almighty power um is uh at work um distinctively in this idea of our salvation yeah. we have no hope to mm-hmm. reconcile ourselves to god we have no hope to enter the kingdom of heaven on our mm-hmm. own works on our own behalf on our own merit um, we can check every box we can mm-hmm. go to every you know every church activity we possibly can listen to every Ellie podcast, yeah. you know, watch all the sermons and we're still going to fall short. So what it, what it looks like scripturally is these different angles. But then not only that, you've got just story after story, God creating the universe with his voice, God giving Abraham and Sarah a child in an age when they were old enough that it was impossible to, to bear children at their age. And God said, Watch me do this. Mm-hmm. And so God's almighty work um, is seen throughout history. God flooded the earth, but then continued his covenant relationship with his people. God parted mm-hmm. the Red Sea to bring his people um, out of, of Egypt and into the promised land, or at least on the path to the promised land. Yeah. They needed to be worked out a little Headed bit. In, to the promised <laughs> they needed to work on themselves a little bit before God really let them have it. But I mean, God heals miraculously where it can only mm-hmm. be attributed to God doing something that's supernatural. God yeah. literally multiplies 
physical matter um, with food and with different, you know, generous gifts. God multiplies things in ways that cannot be explained. Mm -hmm. God raises the dead. Mm -hmm. And specifically, God forgives sin and redeems sinners. And this almighty work um, is, is inseparable from the gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. It's inseparable from the beautiful news that God has always had a plan to rescue and redeem people that are broken and yeah. hopeless to save themselves. Yeah. Knowing that, that we don't have the power at our disposal to save mm-hmm. ourselves. God comes in and says, don't worry, I do. Yeah. Don't worry, my power is enough. And, and it doesn't matter how much sin you're looking at in your life, past, present, future, I got it. My power over sin is enough in spades. It's, it's more than enough. Um, mm-hmm. And so what do, what do we take from that? I mean, this is a lot, yeah. of, a lot of passages, a lot of angles, a lot of ways to, to look at um, God's almighty nature and God's almighty works throughout history with humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do we, what do we take away? I mean, when I reflect on this, I can't help but think about two things. One, we should be amazed by God's almighty power. Mm-hmm. If we're not awestruck by the amount of power that our God has at his disposal, I wonder yeah. like, what are you, what God are you picturing? Also, what are you shocked by? Yeah, like what like would what, shock you? What surprises you? <laughs> yeah, if you're not in awe with the amount of power that God has, I would say that you don't have a full grasp on Mm-mm. his power. Because if, if you grasp his power, even you know to a small degree, you're gonna be like, holy cow, this is a lot. Like mm-hmm. this is this is a lot, and so we should be amazed by it. But at the same time, and I think this is this beautiful contradiction. We can also rest in it. Yeah, and we should be able to rest in it. It mm-hmm. should give us peace. Yeah, it, it should set our hearts at ease because the idea that He is Almighty, it's this overwhelming thought. Like I can't even, I can't wrap my head around this. This is overwhelming. It is so much that it's bigger than me. But at the same time, I can say. But that's why I can sleep peacefully at night because I don't have to rely on my power because Mm -hmm. I have the almighty on my side. Yeah. So it's this this cool tension between being overwhelmed and in awe and amazed, but also like, Mm -hmm. oh, man, that makes me sleep like a baby. That that makes me that makes me like walk throughout my day with a different perspective that just lets me rest. And I don't mm-hmm. have to try so hard. I don't have to be that try hard. Because, hey, let's be honest, nobody likes to try hard. No. Ain't nobody want to be that no. guy. You don't want to be that guy. No. I definitely wasn't that guy at, at Ridge Students Retreat football tournament. I, uh, I 20, never, I don't think I I've ever guy. act like a know-it-all in my entire <laughs> life. Never. So, so. Yep. And then, and then secondly, I think, and I don't want to forget this, because this is, this is huge for me, especially, Elliot, I want to just commend you taking people through these different attributes of God is so neat because it, again, I think it expands mm-hmm. like how much um, really there is to uh, the God that we worship yeah. and, and it and it helps us, I think, worship him more um, accurately when we understand him um, mm-hmm. to a, to a greater degree. I mean, I don't think we can ever fully comprehend him because he's God and we're not. So if, the fullness of God can fit in my human brain, then I don't think he's the fullness of, like, I don't think Mm -hmm. I really am seeing the fullness of God. It's always going to, you know, be 
as much as I can, you know, and mm-hmm. that's why I think, you know, scriptures talk about God being mysterious and, and things like that. And, you know, there's the future glory because we, we, we're only getting a sense of God's glory. There, there's a future glory, a fullness of, of glory um, that, that is coming that we'll see only when we're with him um, in, in heaven. But I think it's so important for us to consider all these different attributes of God and the fact that they're all interconnected and related to each other. God is not, oh, in one compartment, God is almighty, but then in another compartment, he's gracious. No, 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 They very much overlap. It is, it is this, he is almighty and good all at the same time in every single way. Think of like a Venn diagram, but only one circle. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard for us to even really grasp how intertwined God's attributes are, but you say mm-hmm. God is good and he's gracious and he's forgiving and he's, he's almighty all at the same time. And so it's like, man, he is so much power, but I don't fear him in a, because he's going to wield it and hurt me. No, I, no. I look at it and I go, praise God. He's almighty because he's good. Mm-hmm. And the power mm-hmm. is on the good guy's side and, and it is for the good and, and, and God, you know, uses his power to, bestow grace when we don't deserve it when when mm-hmm. power needs to go beyond what we can accomplish ourselves it, it does for our good and for his glory so mm-hmm. it, it's really important for us when we consider these different attributes of god and and think about him being almighty that we don't think about that in a te- like in a vacuum it's not yeah god's almighty and then that's one chunk of who- no 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 yeah god is all these things all at once and we've got to consider how they work, you know, how they work mm-hmm. together and how they, they play themselves out. Mm-hmm. And so then what what does that mean for us? Because, cool, it's great to think about these things. Yeah. It's more fun to talk about them, at least for a Bible nerd like me. And, um, yeah. you know, it's it's a great time having this conversation. But does it matter if it doesn't change us? I mean, yeah. Does it matter if it doesn't have some effect to transform who we are? Yeah. Um, I would say no, because I'm a firm believer that as God reveals himself to us, the purpose is that it would transform us. The purpose mm-hmm. is that God's spirit would, would, you know, transform our minds. We would mm-hmm. renew our thinking and be transformed by the renewing of our minds, like Romans 12, 2 says. So, you know, how does this change who we are? First and foremost, uh, oof, focusing on God's almighty nature really has to have us reflect on his total power over our sin. Mm-hmm. Um, too often, and Thig, Matt Sigpen uh, just preached on this this past Sunday a little bit. It's like mm-hmm. he's going to be on the podcast too at often. One point too. Ooh, shout out, let's go, mm-hmm. uh, boys! A baller. Um, yeah. You guys are about to be rocked by him. Definitely don't listen to mine and then his back to back. Don't do that. It's okay. Feel, I'm not posting them at the same time. I, I was, feel a little bit insecure, yeah. but no. Um, They're supposed to be recorded back to back, but he's sick now. So, (laughs) oh bummer. Well, we'll pray for his healing. Heal up, Matt. God's Almighty power will heal you. We believe in that. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, anyways, um, we need to be transformed by this um, reminder daily that like sin doesn't win. Oh, God's power over sin is is present and Mm -hmm. victorious. Um, We don't. We shouldn't consider ourselves. As sinners, first and foremost, we should consider ourselves saints um, because of Jesus's righteousness in us. We should consider consider ourselves victorious because of what Jesus's power over sin 
frees us from. So I think that's a transformative thought process that ties to God's almighty power is, what does God's almighty power do for me? I mean, first and foremost, it frees me from my sin. Like I own sin because God owns sin. Like sin doesn't own me, I own sin. I have Mm -hmm. power over every single sinful thought that enters my head. I can take it captive, like we talked about this past Sunday. If you shout out again to Ridge students. Subtle, Um, subtle. (laughs) Subtle, you know, we we just talked about it this past Sunday. If you don't come on Sundays, come on, come out. We'd love to see you. But we we can take thoughts captive. We can can say no to temptation, not because we have the willpower, we have the strength, but because Mm -hmm. God does. And so not only are we not defined by our past, but we're not, you know, subject to our sin in the present and anything that comes down the road, God's got us. And so that's transformative, I think. And secondly, God's almighty nature better humble us. If this doesn't humble us, I mean, I don't know what will. I don't know what will cause you to sit down and be humble if God's power at work or God's a, a better understanding of God's almighty nature doesn't humble us because truth is we don't call the shots mm-hmm. we don't dictate what happens to us yeah you know I, I see a huge football fan here and i think one of the most <clears throat> interesting aspects of competitive sports you know male sports more than than female sports just in general but is this idea that everybody wants to be the man they want to oh, yeah. beat their chest after they score. They want to, like... The fancy outfits when they walk in before a game. Like, <laughs> well, I follow the Seahawks on Instagram because I'm a Seahawks fan because they're awesome. Yeah. And I watch those, like, slideshows of them just, like, oh, showing yeah. up in these, yeah. like, really, like, nice outfits. And I'm like, you could buy a car with that outfit. Yeah, probably. Like... Funny thing is they probably got it gifted to them because they know oh, for sure. whatever designer. But we're getting off track. So the idea is, in sports you've got this celebration that I'm the man. Like, I'm going to beat my chest. I'm mm-hmm. going to do the LeBron stomp. Like, I'm him. And even mm-hmm. the, the, the phrase right now, him, I'm him. Mm-hmm. If you if you show your dominance, you're like, I'm him. Yeah. Himothy. I'm the guy. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm him. And I'm here to tell you, right here, right now, you're not him. No. There's only one him. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you do, what you accomplish, what you achieve. You're mm-hmm. not him. Mm-hmm. There's only one that is almighty, and that is God. And so as much fun as it is to, you know, you know, reign your, your superiority and your sovereignty over people in athletics, mm-hmm. I think it's important that we're humbled by this concept of who God actually is in his almighty nature. And then lastly, I think his almighty nature gives us the strength that we need to face the day-to-day. Yeah. Because real talk, life is hard and... Um, the brokenness of this world can it can feel like it gets the best of us. Mm-hmm. You know, at times I think we really do believe that sin has the final word. I think we get trapped in that mm-hmm. that false faith that am I ever going to get over this? And the answer is yes. Like with Jesus, yes, definitively mm-hmm. yes. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, ask yourself the question: Do you really believe that the Almighty God of the universe, author mm-hmm. of life itself, can't handle? Mm-hmm what you're going through like do we really like man just ask yourself that question like Mm -hmm. do we really believe that almighty god can't handle what's in front of me right now yeah because i i mean i don't know about you but when i ask that question i'm going dang i was being a dummy like yeah like who who do i who do i think i'm worshiping who do i Mm -hmm. think is in my corner because if i really believe that he's almighty there ain't nothing that can stand in my way there's nothing that I can't walk through. And that doesn't mean that it's not hard. 
That doesn't mean that yeah. I'm not going to be stressed, that I'm not going to be frustrated, that I'm not going to yeah. be hurting. Mm-hmm. But it just means that like, oh, I'm getting through this bad boy. Yeah. There's another side of this and mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time before I'm walking on the other side of this. Yeah. Because my God is almighty and he can handle any and everything that this mm-hmm. world throws at me. In fact, mm-hmm. like he can handle more than I can even ask or imagine. And mm-hmm. that brings us full circle back to Ephesians, you know, 3.20. Um, and I saw this in my life most, you know, importantly when I got saved. See, I didn't have like, I mean, I, I grew up going to church, but, you know, I, I wasn't a Christian. I was a, I was a cultural Christian, a nominal Christian. I would have checked mm-hmm. the box, but like there was no real salvation moment. Yeah. I said, ooh, I don't want to go to hell. So yeah, that Jesus yeah. dude, he's pretty cool. But like, I didn't understand my my sin, my need for salvation. I mm-hmm. understand God's grace. So when I went to college, your boy was going crazy. I, he was uh, a college kid I was for a sure. college kid for <laughs> sure. And, you know, I mean, everything that was in front of me, I was like, yeah, let me get some of this. Let me get some of this. And so I was drinking, I was partying, I was, um, you know, messing around, making bad choice after bad choice. I was cheating in classes. I was stealing my books because I wanted to, you know, save money. And I was drinking underage. I was chasing girls. I, I mean, you name it. I was in mm-hmm. it. I was doing it. I, I was throwing my life away, making bad choice after bad choice, thinking that like, oh, I'm good though. Cause I'm still like, I'm still on top. Mm-hmm. Um, and then October 23rd, 2004, everything changed. Cause I got drunk at a party. I got in my car and I started driving yeah. and I wasn't just like a little bit drunk. Like I was like blackout drunk. Like I don't yeah. remember getting in my car. I don't remember driving. And I drove around for probably two to three hours. That's kind of the time frame that I think I was on the road, mm-hmm. hammered drunk and God protected me. I didn't even get pulled over when I, you know, I got pulled over that night, um, ended up staying the night in jail for DWI. I didn't even get pulled over that night. This is how good God is. Mm-hmm. I'm out there driving dre- recklessly and I am driving on this highway. And the only reason I know this is because like, you know, the police cameras, like, you know, the, the cameras oh, and yeah. the police cars. No, you heard about it later. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I saw this footage wild because <laughs> they used it in the, in the courtroom when they, you know, convicted me of DWI, just in case you were curious, mm. that your boy was definitely intoxicated. I almost rear-ended a parked cop car who was pulling over somebody else. I slammed on my brakes, almost rear-ended a parked cop car, slammed on my brakes, missed the cop car by like a couple inches, then started to drive away. And the cop ran over to my car, hits my car with a flashlight, and that's when like I sobered up, and then I pulled over, and then the cop came to my window, and that's when I like got arrested for DWI. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> this is how good God is. Like, he almost ran me into a police officer to get me off the road because mm-hmm. I was gonna hurt somebody else or I was gonna hurt myself. Yeah. But God had other plans. Mm-hmm. And so God's almighty protection was um, on display um, and his gracious power um, to meet me in my mess was on full display when I got saved. Mm-hmm. And then to be completely honest, working in ministry, I have a f- more full understanding of God's almighty power than I think ever, you know, before, because I'm realizing that I can't do nothing Mm-mm. if God doesn't work. Yeah. Like I can, I can preach as, as well as I can, but it's only by the power of God's word that anything truthful or wise happens. Yeah. It's not me. It's not anything that I bring to the table. It is fully god at work um Mm -hmm. and you know and so i'll I'll close with this um john 15 5 reminds us that 
Apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. This is what Jesus says. I'm the vine, you're the branches. Mm -hmm. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he or she, it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So like, Mm -hmm. this is what I've seen, where I've seen God's almighty power. It is like when ministry works, when people get saved, when a student who like, is is struggling and hurting and and mm-hmm. broken mm-hmm. meets god and his almighty power yeah starts working like i'm like yeah i didn't do that that was god like this yeah. is almighty god not me i was here i got to see it that's dope but it's almighty god it, it's it's yeah. not working in ministry is the most humbling experience because you just get to a front row seat see god's almighty power at work so um yeah mm-hmm. when we when we picture god almighty like don't don't picture him as almighty just in a box picture him as almighty tied and and intertwined with all his other beautiful attributes of his his goodness and his grace mm-hmm. and his mercy and his his patience and his his kindness and his gentleness and all these other aspects of who he is like mm-hmm. it's all intertwined with the incredible even you know scary you could argue power that that he wields um and remember that god wields his power in accordance with his will mm-hmm. and god's will for you is good yeah it is really really good mm-hmm. so there it is that's my yeah. take on god being almighty yeah i think you mentioned a lot about like all of these like miracles that uh god has done like as an almighty like you mentioned like the flood and other things that I'm now blanking on, but I thought it was really funny in my <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah. I was like, he also unflooded the earth, which sounds really weird, but that's like a miracle within itself that we don't talk about very often. Yeah. Unflooding an earth, pretty big <laughs> deal. Um, but on top of that, you also mentioned that like one of those miracles is the fact that like he took that sin away. And there's this point in the Bible where Jesus says like, is it easier to tell a man to get up and walk or forgive him of his sins? This paraplegic man who yeah. couldn't walk. Yeah. And he does both of those things. And it's like, I think really understanding God's almighty power is first understanding that the most almighty thing he's done is is saved you from death. Like he's raised God from the, he's raised himself from the dead. He's raised Jesus from dead. He's raised other people from the dead. He's done so many things, but the most incredible thing he's done, the most difficult, the most powerful thing he has done is say, you are no longer sinful. Rather, you are my child, which you touch on a lot. And I just, I really, really like that. And I think that's so important because it's like, you can say, yeah, he flooded the earth. Yeah, he did other things that I'm once again Absolutely. blanking on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But like part of the Red Sea, he, part of the Red Sea, know, yeah. multiplied physical matter, all those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, and then there's like the plagues, plagues. Yeah, the plagues. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's just like all of those things are awesome. Those are super, super cool. And a lot of the times, it's like that doesn't really apply to me though, because it's not like he's gonna go like flood my bedroom. <laughs> Most likely, not. I hope not. That's I mean, not right now, happen. my bedroom has a ladybug infestation, so I'm not one to talk. But, um, long story, but like, it's realizing that like he did all of that, but like on top of that, what he's actively doing for you is that he actively took you out of that sin. Yeah. Like he is no longer letting you slay and like roll around in that sin. He's saying you're done with that. You're with me now, which is just incredible. And I think that like remembering that like when you're doubting if God's almighty, it's so easy to go to the flood or to the these big matter acts. thing. Yeah, these yeah. big miraculous but it's like, acts. But how often do we forget that him even saving us is a miraculous act? And not Jesus dying on the cross and rising again. I'm saying him literally saving us is yeah. a crazy act. Yep. His power but, over sin is is 
the it's most nutty. beautiful display of his almighty power. Yeah. 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 Sure. Okay. Any final, final thoughts? No, I would just say, uh, you know, I'm grateful for this opportunity. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you're listening, um, you know, Ellie's a baller and, uh, this is a cool, this is a cool, uh, podcast. So keep listening because, um, the more we get to, to hear about God, I believe the more that, that mm-hmm. God's going to work in our lives and the yeah. closer we can get to him. I know that the more blessings will come. That's the promise of his word. And I believe it to mm-hmm. be true 100%. So I, I pray that, that the almighty God um, works in your life um, and draws you closer to him. And you're yeah. able to see some of the cool blessings that come with, you know, being yeah. in a relationship with God. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thank you all, all so much for listening. If you don't already, you should go follow my Instagram at in the highs dot in the lows. I announce the topic there every single morning ranging between 6 and 10 a.m., depending on what time I get up that day. But it's posted every morning. But the podcasts are automatically released. Those are always released at 5 a.m. That's good. That's important. Um, I just, you can't do that on Instagram for some reason. (laughs) But it's all on there. Highly recommend you go follow. Then you can stream this on Google Podcasts, Apple Music, uh, Spotify and now Amazon. Oh dang, she out which there! Which apparently I did that like a week ago and forgot hey, about look it. Look at that! So that's pretty exciting. So if you are on Spotify but don't use Spotify and you use Amazon, go switch right over. On. Who uses Amazon? Do, do people use Amazon? I don't know because for podcasts? okay, I don't know. So there's this we'll thing. We'll find out, I guess. With Google Podcasts, people don't use Google Podcasts either. So I yeah. did a giveaway. Which, when this comes out, it'll be a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was yeah, actually yeah. last night. Of course. But um, anybody who listened on Google Podcasts got a free t-shirt. Whoever proved it to me by sending a screenshot and a takeaway. Yeah. Um, and I had two people that hey. I talked into listening on Google Podcasts. There you go. I mean, I've had lots of people listen to other places, but I really wanted somebody to listen on Google Podcasts. So yeah, go do that can, with Amazon. Yeah, let's go do it with Amazon. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's all. Bye-bye.